Welcome back to Padres Social Hour, everyone. We've got a very special guest joining us today, Hall of Fame broadcaster Dick Enberg. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you for taking the time. All right, thank you. Dick, six decades as a broadcaster, seven seasons with the Padres, play-by-play, full-time seasons. Now, I know you're not retiring. You're just taking a little step Good. back. Good. Door's ajar. The door's right. Yeah, right. yeah. You're taking a little step back. Has it kind of sunk in more, though, a little bit as it's gotten closer to the final week of the season? Yes, little by little. But I think that's why it was wise to make the announcement a year ago. So it's allowed the nest, you know, the feather, the slope down to uh, toward the end. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, my son asked me today, well, how do you feel? I said, well, it's, I'm sentimental because I'm that way naturally, but I'm not sad. I, I'm happy about what's ahead. There's a lot of o- exciting opportunities, and I say ajar because the Padres and, and Fox Sports have said there'll be a place for my voice or something I can do. Right. I used to do custodial work, you know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> right. and the radio. Uh, the radio, yeah. that's like right. a dollar an hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been kind of fun to revisit some of the memories and some of the old haunts yeah. and so, so many things that you've done throughout the career, your career in these yeah, m- past that few months? Yeah, that's been a delight. Last night I were, I, they sent me up to Anaheim for the right. Angels game, and yeah. I had a chance to uh, go on the air for the third inning and, of course, reminisce about you know Nolan Ryan and Frank Tanana and, and most of all, uh, Mr. Autry, who really is uh, responsible for all the, my good uh, luck and success early on that he, uh, you know, in all this... Uh, you know, I call it my obituary, all that's going on here, because <laughs> I'm not morbid. I mean, I'm getting to read all these nice things, people saying nice things, and I'm still alive, you know? Right. And in one of the pieces they did, they interviewed Mrs. Autry, mm. and she said, and it really <laughs> touches me deeply, as you can imagine, that she said that uh, Dick Hanberg was Gene Autry's son that he never had. And I, I, I knew he liked me, and we all love the, the cowboy. Uh, boy, what a powerful How thing nice to say. How nice is that? Yeah. That's you know, just I, I'm just interested... You know, in in your next career, right. what are you looking to do? I mean, what do you want to do? That uh, is there a memoir out there? Or, uh? I'm I'm working right now, uh, early stages on a book that would be my most uh, memorable moments and kind of the background to that moment as to what were the hiccups, what were the highlights. Uh, you know, it might be something that happened in the travel, or it might be something at game day that was out of the ordinary. So I think along with the event itself, which would be the highlight, just the idea of as a broadcaster, what do we go through uh, in the preparation and execution uh, of that game? You know, teaching's always been in my heart. I taught at Indiana. I taught at Cal State Northridge. Right. And... Uh, I've said to many, you know, as exciting as this life is, there is nothing more exciting, and you can always count upon it when you're a, a professor, the challenge of the raised hand. You've motivated students. You hope that they're involved, excited, interested in what you're lecturing them about, and then up goes the hand. Yeah. And I hope it's the <laughs> brightest student. I hope I have the answer. <laughs> right, yeah, right. <laughs> I hope you have the answer. So yeah. that's, that's uh, one of the items. The book's an item. Uh, we're building a place up in the mountains of Idaho up that I hope will be a romantically a place for all the kids, grandkids, friends, and all those that will be that. Me- you know, you think back to the day when the cousins, you got together at some place, and the cousins were there, and the brothers and sisters and all. I'm hoping uh, uh, that will materialize for Barbara uh, and myself. And, and importantly, I don't want to totally uh, lock the door on baseball. I love this game. It's the m- most beautiful game, and it's the best announcer game. And there ought to be some place where um, uh, I can be involved and still be productive and not have Bill Center say, what the heck is Enberg doing here? <laughs> you know, uh, the one thing I hope you continue with are your interviews, your, yes. your coffee. Co- your yeah, yeah, there's a possibility to be involved yeah. in uh, doing interviews. Those are, those are special Thank to you. me. 
And we're even thinking about making that more national. Maybe mm -hmm. before people forget who I am, we can go to top stars in all sports mm -hmm. and make that a uh, evergreen interview because they're not really interviews, they're discussions and it's more than Q&A. And you get to know so much about the players. How much do you enjoy that part, the storytelling part, the in-depth part where you get to reveal things that people might not already know? Well, the rubbing shoulders with the greatness <laughs> of all sports has yeah. been a, a big thrill. I think about uh, the passing of Arnold Palmer and you know, he touched everybody and, and he certainly did me and uh, uh, I would uh, be at the Masters, and he'd be in his final days of playing almost as a sh showcase player. And I'd go out to the range and see him hit balls, and, and he'd walk by me, and he'd say, hey, Dick, come here. And he'd put his arm around me and walk me out toward the course. He was that kind. He made everyone feel like you were his best friend. Mm. And, and I, I just think that one of the questions this uh, author that will be working with me said, who are the most dynamic characters you've ever met? Yeah, Muhammad Ali certainly is on that list, but Arnold Palmer is very high on that right. list. I mean, you've worked so with so many over Don Drysdale, uh, Collins, and I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Merlin Olson. There are so many yeah. people that you've worked with that had careers and were just a part of your career. Yeah, and then rubbing shoulders with them. You think about it, Bill. Uh, uh, when you uh, cover a game, you're sitting up with a lot of other writers, right. and some are your friends and some are, aren't, uh, but there's not a lot of interplay. In my job, all of these greatest Hall of Fame athletes sat next to me and was like going to a game and having one of the greatest ever sit next to me and two blokes talking about the game. I could <laughs> ask them anything right. I wanted. Yeah. You know, I've always wondered, you covered so many things. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you ever wished that you had covered that you didn't get a chance to cover? Uh, no, I really, you know, I really had no great desire to do rodeo or uh, bowling, <laughs> but <laughs> I haven't done those. Uh, no, that's been an almost um, the perfect storm for me. Yeah. I, I have... There's nothing left that I really want to do. I would, I think probably the biggest, um, and I, I didn't mention this in, in the future, a lot of people, family, friends, have given up a little part of their life so I could have this privileged life. Mm -hmm. And it's time for me, now with more time, to give to them, to yeah. make sure if I get a phone call and a best friend is, is ill in Michigan, I'm gonna go see that friend and, and be with him at the end. Uh, yeah. And of course, obviously with our family and hopefully more grandchildren, up to one already. Okay, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's not unlike though with professional athletes, you know, they say the same thing, they, they, people sacrifice so much for them and when they get a chance to pay it back later in their lives, they wanna do the same thing. So you're really going through that, that part of your life as well, it sounds exactly. like. Exactly, that's exactly right. And uh, it's, um, you know, uh, in every which way, and of course education is my passion in terms of charity, all my charitable monies mm -hmm. go back to education because they gave a lot of uh, young people like me, like you, they yeah. gave us a chance and yeah. it's time to be somebody. <laughs> right. They took nobody's and gave us a chance to be somebody and I certainly want to give back deeply to that. What's been the biggest change in the industry mm. since uh, you yeah. came into it? I, I, I was thinking today, is it instant replay? Or what's the biggest change? Well, instant replay uh, certainly was a, a, a great plus for all of us as fans. Um, I think personally, what's and I, I don't know how you feel about this, Bill, that back when I worked the Angels in the 60s and 70s, there were uh, more access to the players. You felt closer to them because there weren't right. they weren't being bombarded by so many asking the same question. And yes. it was like a family, even yes. the broadcasters yeah. and the writers. And I agree the, with and you. And the other teams, too. Right. Hey, they'd yeah. see you. Come right. on, how you doing? And you didn't even have to ask them a question. Yeah. They, wanted, they respected you and, and, and involved you. And I do, I do miss that. 
That has certainly changed. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking as, as as your chauffeur. Oh, right. He, right. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tip you that day? No, you didn't. <laughs> in fact, I think you won it out of my Jeep more than. <laughs> but it, w- uh, it was that fish sandwich that you'd left in the back yeah, seat. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> but uh, I was just wondering, do I get one sentence in there for that wild ride from Anaheim to yeah, Rancho Santa Fe? We got we got to work out. Uh, we could probably uh, fabricate a little bit. Maybe you were at the Nolan Ryan no hitter in Detroit in '74. Were you? Ah, uh, no. Oh, well, we'll, we'll put <laughs> yeah, you right. we'll, get the, we'll slide that in that way. No, we had a wild ride home. It one. sounds you, like it. Right. You're, you're, um, you, you had a ride back to uh, Rancho Santa Fe. Yeah, and from uh, Anaheim. Right, yeah. and your car broke down, and Tim Mead <laughs> came up and asked me if I could get you a, give you a ride. Make a long story short, I was driving my Baja Jeep. Oh, I'm boy. going, this is not oh, going to be an easy yeah. ride. <laughs> and then poor and Dick. <laughs> He weathered it. Dick never drove in your car again, though, I'm no. sure. The yeah. first thing he did, you got out of the seat and you went like this. And, What's all this dust? dust. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's when, and then, roading Okay. Right? And then remember, you asked me to flip on the air conditioner because and just yeah. dust came flying it's, out it's of it. It's the open air. Yeah. Dick, the, uh, you're one of a rare few, really two, I think, that have been entered into the, the baseball, the football, the basketball Hall of Fame. Um, you've covered so many things, like Bill mentioned, wrestling, or I'm sorry, boxing, the Olympics, tennis, golf. Do you enjoy the fact that you've been able to diversify so much versus covering one thing? Yeah, that's a good question because I've dealt with that when working with, well, Bud Collins' name right. came up. Mm-hmm. I often envied Bud because he was all tennis. He was the human encyclopedia of tennis, and he devoted all of his attention in terms of sports to one sport. And I thought, boy, would that be great to, you know, just be the best in one sport and then on the other hand gosh that'd be kind of boring to be (laughs) tied to one sport I'm lucky enough to be able to sink my teeth and into all the others and it's really the challenge uh, I think of going from one sport to another and feeling that you can use the same techniques and as long as you do your preparation and get to meet the key players in that event uh, you can do a decent job Mm -hmm. not a great job but at least uh, a decent job and so I have been uh, immensely fortunate and, I, and one of the questions people ask well what is your favorite event and my and and my favorite event is Wimbledon mm-hmm. and my favorite sport is baseball and baseball would be my favorite event two World Series if it was two weeks but Wimbledon's two weeks not right. one <laughs> and it's men and women trying to win the coveted title that will secure their place in the history of their sport yeah, I always uh, your Wimbledon work I I'm not I never played tennis, but I enjoy watching major matches. I always thought your Wimbledon work was just superb, Thank the you. way and the way that they did it. I mean, y- it you know, Bill, you you make a writing. Uh, your writing is your profession, and I've won some Emmys for writing, but I'm not a writer, uh, and I, I define that by a wonderful writer can take something negative or something unpleasant and write about it well. Yeah. I can't do that. But we all uh, are writers when we fall in love with something, right. someone or something. You know, we all can get a little poetic. Well, Wimbledon brought out uh, the heart in me and the love in me, and it was so easy to write those essays at the end because I had fallen in love again in the fortnight of Wimbledon. Right, and w- the clo- you're talking about your the closing, closing thoughts. Pieces, yeah. right. Such a beautiful way to right. put it, too. And, and they were fantastic. Yeah. Right. i got to tell thank you, they were fantastic. Thank you. Dick, thank you so much for joining us. <coughs> we're so excited to see the next few the, the next few broadcasts you have, but then what you do in the future, I'm sure we're going to see you, it sounds like, more on on Fox Sports and maybe nationally as well. Well, one thing I hope we'll all be together to cheer a World Series championship yeah. here in San Diego. <laughs> That'd, That'd be, be great. Fun. Yeah. Hope be we live long fun. enough. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>